Welcome, Welcome to, to Wiggins, Wiggins Boulevard, Boulevard, where we discuss everything life, love, relationships, and marriage from a millennial perspective. We're your hosts, Angelica and Luigi Wiggins. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, guys. Welcome back. I hope you guys enjoyed our last episode. We hope you guys had a great week because it was a long week for me, honestly. You had trainings and stuff like that? I had training. I had a three-day training from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard because our um, instructor, he was on the West Coast. So that was basically um, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. for him. And it it was long. It was a lot of lecture. And I don't do lecture. The clear eyes guy. Too. Yeah, it, and he really had that monotone, like right, right. So it was really like maybe. Um, and, and then we had an exam. And he coughed every five minutes. We had an exam the last day. <laughs> yeah, he coughed every five minutes. He was mumbling, and bless his heart, he probably you know ain't trying to go in on the man because he had a cough. But it was just a lot going on. It was a lot um to have to like sit in front of a computer consistently. From 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, of course, he was he was giving out. Well, he wasn't giving out the answers, but he would give out page numbers to the answers to the questions, and you had to pay attention because if you didn't pay attention, you missed it. So I really had to like pay attention. Mm. But anywho, I made it through, passed the exam. Um, yesterday was Veterans Day. Shout out to all of my um, vets. Salute to the veterans and the. Um, you know, soldiers who are currently serving. Thank you for um, your services. I swore in to the army in 2008. I served from 2008 until 2016. I took a break in service from 16 to 18. And I swore back in April of 2018. Mm. Um, and this is the army. Um, well, my first tour was National Guard, and then when I got out, I, I um, got back into the reserve and the reserves, and I'm doing that um, because it's like the best of both worlds. I couldn't see myself going active um, because, one, I like my freedom, and yeah, like I said, it's like the best of both worlds. I have my civilian job. And I can still serve my country. So, yeah, shout out to all the vets. Um, and we need to go ahead and pray. And it's my turn. And then we're going to get into this episode. So all hearts and minds are clear. God, we come to you now to tell you thank you, God. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity, God. We thank you for this platform to just tell of your goodness, to share our experiences, to testify And to be a light to someone somewhere, God, we ask that you bless all of our listeners, all of the people who support us, who follow us, God, we ask that you touch them right now in a mighty way. And we ask, Lord God, that you bless us today, that we say something that may change someone's life, that may um, motivate somebody, that may encourage someone, that may bring somebody out of a dark space, God. We want you to get the glory, we want you to get the honor, and we want you to get the praise. We're just vessels. And you can use us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So last week we talked about consistency mm-hmm. and the power of consistency. And I'm proud to say I've been I was consistent 
that was our um question of the week mm-hmm. one thing what is one thing that you can you know start being consistent with mm-hmm. um starting that day um and i showed my husband the other night i started um well i started back doing the um the journaling when you tell they ask you what you're grateful for mm-hmm. what's it called your phone is right there no it's a, it's a, um I can't think of it, but gratitude, gratitude journal. So, um, I've been consistently doing my gratitude journal for 20 days mm-hmm. and, um, it, it's made a difference. Like it, it, it helps you to reminisce and it reminds you how blessed you are. So I'm proud to say that I consistently have been journaling for the last 20 days. And I'm proud of you for that also. Thank you. What's some things you've been consistently doing? Um, waking up in the morning and making sure I read my devotion. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes I will, you know, slip and get caught up doing something else as mm-hmm. far as like around the house or Zeus. Yeah, of course, our dog Zeus will get me occupied or. I might just start scrolling on on social media, which is not what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. So I make sure um, I read my devotion first to seek some clarity for my day. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been, you know, great. I've been posting on Instagram, um, sharing my devotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's about it. Just trying to apply those things to my life. Okay, that's good. So this week we're talking about the power of manifestation. Manifestation. Manifestation is real. Yes, manifestation is something that we should all be doing. Yeah, and... um. Wednesday night we had date night. Yes. And we had um tickets to go to a private screening of King Richard. And that's Rich. the movie. Um Will Smith plays the father of Serena and Venus Williams. Which comes out November nineteenth. So um the whole movie, like that, first of all. When it comes out, it's gonna it comes out November nineteenth. It's gonna be in theaters and on HBO Max. So make sure you guys get a chance. If you to don't want to leave the house, you can watch it on HBO Max. But anywho, um, it was very inspiring. Like very, very inspiring. And we're I'm, not gonna tell the movie. I'm thinking about changing my name to the King Luciano on social media. Okay. Um. Like just not not telling the movie, but you guys, if you don't know, look them up, research. But most of the world knows who Venus and Serena Williams are. Yeah. And basically their life, the way it is now, was manifested by their father mm-hmm. when they were young kids. Like when they were little girls. Mm-hmm. And it's like... 
Bruh. It's like everything worked together. Like, it's just, you got to watch the movie, man. But it just it's just another confirmation. That life and death is in the power of the tongue. It's in the power of the tongue. And you manifest it. No, it won't happen always immediately because some because in some cases people are blessed and favored you know their blessings are the result of you know their their ancestors and their you know their family's prayers yeah so that it seems as though they get it suddenly but you know their family could have been manifesting and praying for that years and centuries and decades ago prior but manifestation is basically just put into play in rotation, putting it in the air. Yeah. And I um did some research and like I was telling you last night when we were at the screening, I remember some of those interviews. I'm sorry, Wednesday. I I remember um some of those interviews. Like from Venus and Serena and also their father. And I just went back on YouTube to like, you know, watch them over again. And um he basically he 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 said something in one of his interviews and he also said it in his book that uh he he feel that um he didn't want any soft children so he raised Venus and Serena the way that they were raised because they had no other choice but to be strong for his plan that he had you know written out for them yeah and a lot of people from the outside looking in felt as though Mr. Richard was being tough, that he was wrong. Like, you know, having the girls out there in the rain training, Mm -hmm. um, you know, late late nights, early mornings, and it was like, that's too much for children. But it's like, he he had a plan, and he knew the um, strength and the capabilities of his girls. Yeah, and he knew that he would always be there to protect them. And when I say that, I said that because they were fortunate enough to live in another neighborhood or another city, but they were living in Compton in a bad neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And during this time, you know, it's real gang stuff. It's like the Rodney activity. King era. Yeah, gang activity all day, every day. Yeah, and it's like... um I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm like speechless, and I'm like still amazed. Like, I feel like every person, every child, every man, every boy, every girl, woman, needs to watch this movie. Like, if you're feeling like you're having like, um, a dry season, or you lack motivation, or you're down and out, or you feel like it's too late, and whatever it, is, whatever it is, watch King Richard. And it's like, it's going to make you change your thinking, make you change your viewpoint on life, period. Because things won't always be the way that they are now. Mm -hmm. But Sean Mitchell says it perfectly. 
It won't always be like this. The Lord will perfect that concerning me. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, turn in my favor. It's going to turn around for me. But you also have to do the work because right. faith without works is dead. Yeah. And King Richard had them girls out there working. And he believed. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. Like you got to actually like believe and have faith mm-hmm. in what you are trying to make transpire. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading something because I knew what we were going to be talking about. Um, five, five, five ways um, to start manifesting things. Uh, start where you are because you got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then it says, you can't get what you want if you don't know what you want. Yep, got to be clear about what you want. Yep. Then it says, manage what you have. And you'll get more. Good stewardship. It says the universe responds to actions first. Yep. Then thoughts. Faith without works is dead. Then it says your thoughts create your actions. As a man thinketh, so is he. It's a scripture for each and every thing you just mentioned on that list. So, I mean, it may seem cliche. But, baby, <laughs> this ain't nothing but the truth. Yeah, and it's real. And we can, you know, we can speak from experience. Like, we prayed, fasted. Manifested. We talked about it. What we gonna Wrote do when we, we started going out and buying stuff. Mm-hmm. And now, look, we in this nice house. Mm-hmm. And we have the things inside of it that we mm-hmm. we said we were going to have inside of it. Everything that we manifested, prayed, and asked God for, and that we worked for, like our actions followed what we were asking and requesting and writing down and metaf- manifesting, it happened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we hit a few, mm, we hit a few bumps in the road. Yep. You know. Um, contracts fell through. Mm-hmm. Like it was two other houses in this community that we were supposed to be in. The first one fell through because of you know jank jank jankiness, mm-hmm. and then the second one fell through because it was, I guess, some mishap with paperwork and um, what's it called? Our um, eleva is it the elevation? Yes, the ele- they had the wrong elevation. For the the other house, and that's not what we wanted. Wrong brick. <laughs> Floor plan, like everything was just ate up. So yeah. of course we weren't gonna sign our name on the line for a house that we ain't, we didn't, we didn't request or we didn't approve. And so, that's a part of not settling, which you right. guys will see in mm-hmm. the movie. You will see that in the movie. Um, but then it's like when we got to the house that we're in now, it was like man, all this work together because it's like. This house is better than all the other houses. Exactly. Like, it's us. Like, I love our house. Instead of three million, I'm going to get 12. At the age of 15. And I mean, you can research this. We ain't telling the story. But um, when Venus was, what, 12? 14. Well, when she was 14, um, 
you know, she had a Nike was offering her um, a branding deal for three million dollars. And um, Venus herself at the age of 14, like Mr. Richard and um, her mom basically put it in her hands. Like, you know, you can make this decision because at the end of the day, you're you're the athlete. Um, so sis declined it. Right. So then um, she had a match and Nike saw her. So they upped it to like four, four million, a million more. So she still ain't take it. So she had her match against like the best tennis player in the world. And you know, if if you know the history of Venus um, Williams, she lost the match. That's when she made a de- the debut with the beads. Um, she lost the match or whatever. Um, but they put her on the map. Like she went toe to toe with the best tennis player at the age of fourteen in the world. So at the end, they basically. Um, and you can Google this at the age of 15, she signed with Reebok for 12 million. Uh But if she would have settled and was happy for a dollar, she would have signed with Nike for 3 million Prematurely. prematurely before they even saw her, they saw her and they added another million that was still settling. But she waited and I, I, and and followed like the the guidance of her father. And this baby got eight more million dollars at the age of fifteen. Like, can you imagine being fifteen and a check is being signed to you for twelve million dollars? Mm. I couldn't imagine three million dollars at fifteen. Mm. Can you imagine? But all of this, like we said, became from her fa- their father's prayers and him manifesting and planning. Like, and her and Mr. Richard King Richard is full of wisdom. Like, yeah. you know, his experiences molding him to the 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 man and the father that he became. Right, and it's like, man. I can't explain it. It's just, it's just, it's just like amazing. It's like the plan, like everything, it just worked out. And, and it's like, he knew it's like, if you believe something and manifested long enough, you're going to start to believe it. And once you believe what it say, you believe you can achieve. Yep. Yep. And I mean, just the, the whole like family was on board with that that plan with that goal until it manifested mm-hmm. and that's another thing you got to have people around you that's yep on one accord with your goals and your vision yep you know because and no they don't have to be yes men but when they understand where you're trying to go mhm you know. Yeah, because the wife, she spoke up one time. She was like, I mean, you didn't, you didn't, you know, speak to us about this, this decision you just made. Yep, that's why. You didn't involve me or Venus in this decision you just made. But that's why Venus, that's why he allowed Venus to make that decision about that contract. Right. And then, too, even how Serena comes into the story, even the plan he had, like he knew. Like if she walked in her shadow, she would right. be better. But he, than her. but he manifested that 
Venus was going to be number one, but Serena was going to be the best of all time. Yeah. Baby, and when you listen, it's not Serena the it's not Serena the best of all time. Huh? Yeah. In tennis. When you think of tennis, what's the who the first name for first person to come to your brain? I think it's Serena. Yeah, I forgot about Venus to be honest until the movie came out. I was like, oh, Venus is her sister. <laughs> Venus do play tennis. I forgot all about Venus. But Serena came into the 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 game and just dominated it. Yeah. Like a beast. And her dad said that was gonna happen. He manifested it. Yeah. And um I was also looking at something that uh was on YouTube that Mr. Richard was saying. Uh, he was saying that uh, Venus had the power from the beginning, mm-hmm. and Serena she she basically had the smarts because and the quick the quickness because of her watching her sister and playing against her sister, and you know just sitting back being in her shadow. She basically like became a a a sponge of the game mm-hmm. and learned how to beat people that what she wasn't good like she she used different things like her quickness or different you know ways to hit the ball but Serena I mean Venus was good at just like smashing the ball like hitting it powerfully and mm-hmm. like her serve and people in her uh return mm-hmm. but serena came around came around and then started putting everything together and then she got the power and that's how she became you know so that shows greatest. you that manifestation also takes some some like work. some work but you have to be strategic also in a yeah, sense like yeah. you can't be out here just doing what you seeing everybody else doing like mm-hmm. you have to take it and put your twist on it like because there's no you know there's no other you out there like it's only one you and we have to walk walk in it like yeah. seriously like so that whole process he was strategic and it was something i had posted on social media um and i'm gonna read it briefly then we're gonna wrap up the episode and um do our question of the week but um, you follow her. You can follow her on Instagram. Her name is at being b e i n g ty t y Wilson w i l s o n, and um, it was something. And I reposted it, and I I look at it every day, and it's a part of my daily prayer. Um, so she said, "You're frustrated because you keep trying to fit into the mold you were born to break. You are called to be a disruption to your industry." You were never called to conform to what has always been. You keep trying to market like them, show up as often as them, talk like them, mimic their structure, mimic their aesthetic. Do you not understand they aren't your blueprint? You are theirs. Hmm. God is allowing those who value his voice and direction to skip the line and advance quickly. Yes, they may have started before you, Yes, they may have more followers than you. Yes, they may have more money than you. And yes, they may have access to more resources. But 
you're about to lead in your industry. And you can apply this to your industry, to your your um, sport, to your career, whatever it may be. Imagine God giving your competitors a head start and you still surpass them because you have him. That's the difference. You have him. Keep your difference. Your authenticity is about to push you into extreme abundance. And this is the prayer. This is what got me. Okay. Father, give me a mind that'll make history and the discipline to manage the fruit. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Wasn't that good? That was perfect. It aligned with everything we were just saying. It doesn't matter how you start, but it really matters how you finish. And how you manage what you got. Mm -hmm. Manage your fruit. So the five things you mentioned earlier, can you um, mention those again or read them again? Like manifestation is real, y'all. And before I say this, um, I want to give my dad some props because some things that he told me as a child, I remember. Mm -hmm. And one of those things that he used to always tell me, Every morning you wake up, you should have a plan for your day. Mm-hmm. And then going to school, in school, they have the agenda for the day. So we need to start doing this with our lives, of course. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and um, I'm sure all all of us got something that we can pick up from our parents or our grandparents yeah. or, like, people in our lives that we, like, we're using or need to start using or applying to our lives as adults. Make sure you have a plan for your day. Period. All right. Number one was start where you are because you have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. You can't get what you want if you don't know what you want. Right. Manage what you have and you'll get more. Mm-hmm. The universe responds to actions first, then thoughts. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts your thoughts create your actions. Period. So do you believe in manifestation? I do. That's the that's the question of the week. Do you believe in the power of manifestation? Like have you manifested some things in the past and you're living in them now? They have posted on social media all the time like we're currently living in the middle of pr- prayers or in the we're we're currently living lives that we prayed for years ago. We're living in the parent in our grandparents' prayer. Mm-hmm. So do you believe in the power of manifestation? What things are you manifesting? You can start manifesting now and it could come into fruition in 2022. Or you can start manifesting now and it could come into fruition before 2022. Mm-hmm. It's all about your faith and your consistency towards trying to get to that point trying to live in that manifestation yeah yeah i'm i'm inspired please go see king richard when it come out okay please 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 and when y'all do let's probably let's let's try to like have a discussion on, on let's go live and like have a discussion about um the movie because it's gonna blow your mind i'm trying to tell you yeah it's gonna blow your mind so um, that's our episode today. Um, we want to thank you so much for um, joining us this week. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Wiggins Boulevard. That's Wiggins, W-I-G-G-I-N-S, 
B as in boy, L as in Larry, V as in Victor, D as in dog. Um, and our merch is coming back Black Friday. Yay. Yeah. It's it's lit. Um, minding my husband line is coming back. Um, Black Friday. People have been in my inboxes, um, text messages, you know, trying to get these shirts. So follow us. Um, go on our website, wiggasboulevard.com and register for um our newsletter so you can be the first to know um any upcoming news regarding our merch. And we just appreciate y'all, man. Like we love you guys. I was looking at our um statistics for the um podcast and we have listeners um of course here in the US, but we have listeners um in Germany, United Kingdom, and Australia. That is mind blowing. Yeah, we uh manifested to reach the masses. Yeah. And we're walking in that manifestation. So we thank y'all for listening. Keep coming back. Keep sharing um, everything Wiggins Boulevard. So that's it. That's all. All hearts and minds are clear. We'll see you next Friday at noon. Peace. Peace.